Hello, welcome to the Round League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. Today's episode, I'm going to go over my third Mac draft this offseason. We're kind of a dead time before the draft, not a lot of free agent movement as the team set up their draft boards for the big night here in two weeks. It's a deep draft O-line and cornerback, and that is evident in this mock. That's great news for the commanders since those are obviously two huge area of needs for this team. They can go for either of those positions to pick 16, or maybe they go best player available. All that being said, let's get this mock draft started. All right, so with the first pick of the Carolina Panthers, obviously from that trade from the Bears a few weeks ago, um, obviously going to be quarterback here, whether it's C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. I don't think Will Levis is really in consideration. At least I wouldn't have him there. Um, I have him going with Bryce Young from Alabama here. Um, I think Bryce, if he was three inches taller, 30 pounds, 20 pounds heavier, he would be the clear number one. There wouldn't be really a bit debate. I love this pocket presence. He has a good arm. Um, I just love the way he feels the pressure. Um, he's mobile, great arm, um, kind of has that elastic, you know, throwing ability like a, like a Patrick Holmes. Not Patrick Holmes, but I'm just saying that I you could see some of the way he, you know, the way he um, is throwing angles and things of that nature. But I think he can be a very good quarterback league if he could stay healthy and upright and healthy. So, um, you know, he had 79 touchdowns and 12 interceptions at Bama. He had 4,872 yards in his Heisman year in 2021. But again, he's only 5'10 and 204, and that's really what's, you know, holding back him, you know, being a bona fide, you know, no doubt number one pick. But I had him going number one here to the Panthers. And number two of the Texas State quarterback, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. He has 85 touchdowns and 12 interceptions his last two years at Ohio State. He had 4,435 yards passing in 2021. He's obviously the more, you know, model 6'3", 214 type um, at quarterback. Um, and Texans, obviously, there's rumors that they might not go quarterback at two. I think that'd be crazy. Yes, they have a pick at 12. Maybe they trade it from 12 if someone slides like Anthony Richardson or Levis. But I think C.J. Stroud should be the pick. Um, Houston needs a quarterback. Davis Mills obviously is not the answer. Um, and, you know, I think Young and Stroud are kind of the most, you know, sure bets. And obviously, Houston's obsessed to get one of them. At three of the Colts train up from four to three um, to make sure they get their quarterback, and that's Anthony Richardson from Florida. I think he'd be a really good fit with Shane Steichen, who's already working with Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. Richardson had, you know, 2,500 passing yards last year, 17 touchdowns, um, over 16 yards rushing, nine rushing touchdowns. The biggest thing with him, obviously, is that he hasn't had a lot of starts in college. I think it's 13. You know, guys like that have not succeeded in the NFL recently, like guys like Mr. Trubisky and Dwayne Haskins. So um, having a guy like Gardner Minshew there in Indy that could start this year and have Anthony Richardson coming in 2024. They can build that team up around him, you know, lock down Jonathan Taylor going forward. You have Michael Pittman Jr. They could use some more receivers. Alec Pierce is a nice um, young receiver going into year two. But I think if they get a guy like Anthony Richardson to learn under Steichen, learn under Minshew, he'd be a nice setup for them in 2024. So number four of the Cardinals with this trade back, taking edge rusher Will Anderson. Um, Cardinals need a lot of talent everywhere. They're kind of one of the worst rushers in the NFL currently. He has 34 and a half sacks in three years, 17 and a half in 2021 alone. Um, I think he's the best defensive player in this class, you know, right there with Jalen Carter. Cardinals need an edge rusher. They need sacks. Um, you know, they lost 11 and a half from J.J. Watt last year, so they just need some, you know, pressure off the edge. Number five, the Seahawks taking defense tackle Jalen Carter from Georgia. You know, Jalen Carter is right, up, right up there with Will Anderson as a top defensive player in this class. He'd be dominant right next to Draymond Jones in the middle of that defense. Seattle's trying to build that defense up like it was um, during the Legion of Boom. Um, but that'd be a nice step with him and Draymond Jones in the middle of the D-line. Six of the Lions taking cornerback Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Lions made some free agent signings at corner Cameron Sutton. Um, they had Johnny, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson Gardner -Johnson to play safety and inside. Um, they have Emmanuel Mosley as well. They signed from the Niners. They just trade Jeff Okuda to the Falcons for a fifth-round fifth pick. Um, so I think Gonzalez is the guy that can come in, you know, start from day one. Sant, I think Sutton got a three-year deal. Forbes got a one-year deal. Um, 
excuse me, Manuel Mosley, not Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, Manuel Mosley got a one-year deal. So, I mean, it's not long-term, you know, deals there for Detroit. Um, and Sutton's more of an inside corner. So, Gonzalez come and play on the outside for Detroit. Seven of the Raiders taking cornerback Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. The Raiders need help at DB. Um, Nathan Hobbs. Nate Hobbs is on their real corner right now. Um, Witherspoon's a guy I think is right up there with Gonzalez. He'll be the first corner taken. He's 6'1", 181. Three interceptions and 14 bass breakups uh, last year. And he's a demon of the run game. He is not afraid to come up and hit you. At eight, the Falcons taking Ed Rusher and Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Falcons have needed some help off the edge for a while now. He's 6'6", 271. He's had 14 sacks over these last few years. So he'd be a nice pick for Atlanta. And I have nine with the Bears on the clock here from the you know the first overall trade. I have to take a tackle Paris Johnson from Ohio State. He's 6'6", 313. He can play left or right tackle. I think he's going to be better long-term at left tackle. So they can move Braxton Jones over to right tackle, the fifth-round pick from last year. And he'll have a nice you know front line for Justin Fields to throw behind. At 10, I have the Eagles taking to Everson, Nolan Smith from Georgia. High upside guy. He blew up at the combine. Missed a lot of time last year with that torn peck. Um, but Philly, you know, has one of the better rosters in the NFL. They can wait for a guy to develop. And someone that has as much high upside as um, Nolan Smith to come in and reg, uh, rush opposite of uh, Hassan Riddick. At 11, the Titans taking tackle Peter Skaronski from Northwestern. Titans cut uh, Taylor Lewan earlier in the offseason due to his high cap numbers and inability to stay healthy. So they need a left tackle. They did sign Andre Dillard from Philly. Um, he's a guy that really never proved himself in Philly. So I think Skaronski is going to come in and uh, compete at left tackle, right tackle, and, or maybe eventually uh, end up a guard. At 12, the Texans taking wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigber from Ohio State, 6'1", 196. I had them going to CJ Shroud here at pick two so they can you know build on that Ohio State connection. Going to the NFL, this is, the, this is how it pans out. I think Smith and Jig was the best receiver in this NFL, I mean, the NFL draft class. He obviously was hurt for last year, only played a few games, but in 2021 he was an absolute stud with over 1,600 yards receiving. Um, he just is able to create separation. That's your biggest indicator in the NFL to at least have success from day one at the wide receiver position, and Smith and Jig can do that. At 13, you have the Jets taking tackle Brad Jones from Georgia, 6'5", 3'11". He can come in and start opposite of Dwayne Brown at right tackle before eventually taking over for Dwayne Brown. Um, they still have Makai Beckton, but obviously he has had a lot of injuries these last two years and has not been able to stay on the field. So I think tackle is definitely on the board here for the Jets. For, at 14, you have the Patriots taking addresser Luca Van Ness from Iowa. Patriots obviously have a stud in Matt Judon, but they could use him helping out the side of him. Van Ness is 6'5", 272. He can also play interior D-line. He's had 13 and a half sacks these last two years, and that's without a single start. 15 of the Packers taking tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Uh, he had 70 catches and 890 yards and eight touchdowns. Uh, I think he's the best receiving tight end in this class. I mean, he's not a good blocker or a complete package of Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. But Green Bay needs, you know, weapons for Jordan Love to throw to. Um, they have young receivers like Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. Uh, they they lost um, Robert Tunyon in free agency to the Bears, so Dalton Kincaid can come in and start right away at tight end. So pick 16, obviously, the Washington Commanders. Uh, Cornerback tackles on the board here. Uh, maybe a guard like Osiris Torrance, but that's a little rich, rich for me at pick 16. Uh, you can go for a guy like a nickel, Buffalo nickel type, and Brian Branch from Alabama. Might be a little high for him as well, but he's a guy that I really like his versatility. They can play in the box, slot, uh, single high, can play outside, a corner as well for a little bit. So you like his versatility, and obviously Ron preaches versatility. You have a tackle like Darnell Wright on the board here from Tennessee, 6'5", 333. He's more of a right tackle, and obviously Washington signed that in Andrew Wiley. I think Wright could play in left tackle, but I think he is, you know, long suited for um, right tackle in the NFL. Uh, so those are guys to consider here at pick 16. I had them go in corner. Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State, you know, 6'3", 193. They can go back-to-back Penn State players here after picking John Dotson last year, who turned out to be a stud for Washington in his rookie year and is only going to get better. Um, 
So I think Joey Porter Jr. would be a really nice pick here in Washington to play opposite of Benjamin St. Juice. They can move Kenneth Fuller in inside at the nickel position. Uh, and Joey Porter Jr. has the potential to be a number one corner in this league. You know, follow receivers, the best receiver on the other team. Um, I love his ball skills. Uh, I love the way he – his main coverage is – more advanced in his zone coverage, and obviously Washington plays more of his zone defense, so maybe it's a little schematically couldn't fit, but they have to tailor their system to their talents, and Joey Porter Jr., to me, is the best corner on the board here, so I would not hesitate to take him if he's, this is how the draft board shakes out here on draft night in two weeks. 17 of the Steelers taking tackle, Darnold Wright from Tennessee, like I just mentioned earlier for Washington's pick. He's a guy that I think is better on the right side, uh, but he could play left tackle eventually. Um, but Pittsburgh needs offensive linemen in front of Kenny Pickett, uh, especially a tackle, simply letting Darnold Wright be a nice pick for them. At 18 of the Lions, they can tie down Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. 67 catches over 100 yards and eight touchdowns last year uh, in South Bend. Detroit traded TJ Hawkinson last year at the deadline. They need a tight end. They have Brock Wright currently um, as their tight end one. Michael Mayer would be a huge upgrade for them to go along already with an explosive offense with Jamison Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, DeAndre Swift, yeah, and David Montgomery, and then obviously Jerry Guff at quarterback. At 19, obviously this is a slide, but I have the Buccaneers taking quarterback Will Levis, quarterback Will Levis from Kentucky. I don't see him flying, uh, sliding this far. I'm sure someone's going to come up and trade for him. Uh, i just not the biggest fan of Will Levis. Uh, his film is not the greatest. He's had 23 interceptions the last year, which is tied for most in college football. 6'4", 229, does have a rocket of an arm. He had three for 2,826 yards in 2021 when he had a receiver like Wondell Robinson with a second-round pick for the Giants last year when he had talent around him in Kentucky. Obviously had better um, success. He started his career at Penn State before transferring. He was beat out by Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford is a borderline NFL prospect, so kind of, I've said this before, but kind of scared me possible about Will Levis. Seems like he's not coming across well in interviews as well, which obviously is not going to help his stock. But at pick 19, you can justify it. Um, you have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask in Tampa Bay. Obviously, no real long-term answer there. Um, so if you get Will Levis, come in, compete with those guys, maybe sit behind one of them uh, and see what he can do in 2024 or maybe halfway through 2023 if Tampa Bay's uh, season is setting south. At 20 of the Seattle Seahawks, taking Ed Rusher Miles Murphy from Clemson. Um, he picked Jalen Carter earlier in this mock uh, to play on the inside. Miles Murphy come play on the edge to play opposite Ochenna Nwosu. He had 14 sacks and 23 tackles for loss over these last two years. He's 6'4", 268, and Seattle would be really building up that front four in the defensive line if they can get both those guys. 21 of the Chargers taking running back, but John Robinson from Texas. Robinson can go higher than this. He's one of the top five players in this draft class, regardless of position, but obviously running back is a devalue position in today's NFL. He's 258 carries, 1,580 yards, rushing 18 touchdowns. He's also a consistent threat out of the backfield as well. The Chargers obviously have Austin Eckler, but he's unhappy about his contract and has already demanded a trade, and he looks like he might be a free agent, I and mean, he will be a free agent at this rate after next year. So John Robinson come in and be RB1 um, starting in 2024 and, be, and form a hell of a duo with um, Eckler next year. 22 of the Ravens taking cornerback in Manuel Forbes from Mississippi State. 6'1", 166, best ball hawk in this class. Six interceptions last year, 14 total in his three years in Mississippi State. Baltimore needs another corner opposite of Marlon Humphrey. They could go wide receiver, but they did sign Odell Beckham Jr. this week um, to go over Rashad Bateman. So receiver's still on the board here, but I think Forbes is more of a uh, better value pick here at 22. 23 of the Vikings taking wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. He had 875 yards and eight touchdowns last year. He had... I think over 1,600 yards in 2021 at Pitt uh, when he won the Belitnikoff. Minnesota needs a receiver opposite of Justin Jefferson. They had KJ Osborne, uh, but I think he's more of a wide receiver three in the NFL. They cut Adam Thielen, obviously, earlier in the offseason and ended up signing with the Panthers. So if you get a guy like Addison who can, you know, separate right away, he can play on the slot, he can play on the outside, he would have a really nice trio with Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne. 24 of the Jaguars, same cornerback, slash safety, Brian Branch from Alabama. 
He had 89 touchdowns, excuse me, 89 tackles, three sacks, and seven pass breakups last year. Um, and for Bama and Jacksonville, Kutch Kill Griffin in, in the beginning of the offseason. Um, they have a really good young corner, Tyson Campbell. Brian Branch can play on the slide. He can play on the uh, outside. He's someone I think Jacksonville, and uh, we really happen to get at pick 24. 25 of the Giants taking cornerback Deontay Banks from Maryland. Six foot, 197, had a hell of a combine. Giants need corners. Um, they were starting basically third and fourth stringers last year, the second half of the year, and you know we're still managing to win, so you got to tip your hat to them. But um, they need talent at secondary. Obviously, they can go wide receiver as well. They did sign a good amount of re- receivers in free agency, though. Uh, we re-signed Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Jamison Crowder. They're going more quantity over quality there right now in the Giants. So maybe a guy like. Um, Quentin Johnson from uh, TCU is going to be on the board for them, uh, but I think, or even Zay Flowers from Boston College, but I think corner is a better uh, value here at pick 25. 26 of the Cowboys, second defensive tackle, Kalaja Kansi from Pitt. He ran a 4.67 at the combine. It's a hell of a number for a D tackle. He's 6'1, 281, which obviously can get people flashbacks to Aaron Donald being a Pitt tackle, defensive tackle, and at that size. 14 and a half sacks, 20 and a half tackles for loss over these last two years. Dallas can use some help on the interior. They have a good def- defense, but they can get even better here with Kansi from Pitt. The 27th of the Bills taking wide receiver Zay Flowers from Boston College. I think he can go higher than this. I mean, he has potential to be the best receiver from this class. He had 78 catches, 1,077 yards, and 12 touchdowns last year. Obviously, a smaller guy at 5'9", 182. He'd be a hell of a slot receiver for Buffalo um, to pair with Gabriel Davis and, of course, um, the stud Stephon Diggs. The 28th of the Bengals taking guard Osiris Torrance from Florida. Um, Bengals, you know, they can go other ways here. Definitely a corner is an option um, after losing a couple guys in free agency. Uh, they lost Von Bell and Jesse Bates in free agency as well. But I don't think safety is really a value play here. Maybe if Brian Branch is there, I can see that. But the Bengals can continue, you know, building up that O-line. Um, they did sign Orlando Brown at left tackle. They want to move Jonah Williams to right tackle um, if he wants to stay but apparently wants to trade but Osiris Torrance is just a mauler in the running game and be someone that you know, can protect Joe Burrow going forward 29 of the Saints taking defense tackle Brian Reese from Clemson he's 6'5", 298 former top recruit out of high school um, didn't have the best career because of injuries but he has a lot of a lot of potential here head into the league and the Saints need a lot of help at defensive tackle 30 of a mock trade have the Raiders coming up from the second round to pick with Philly to pick quarterback and hooker from Tennessee. Obviously, they signed Jimmy G in free agency. Um, he is their starter going forward, but you know he's more of a placeholder for um, for the next couple of years. But Hendon Hooker's coming off a torn ACL. He is 25. He's 6'3", 217. Last year before they torn ACL, 3,135 yards passing, 27 touchdowns, only two interceptions, 430 yards rushing and five touchdowns. 2021, he didn't start the whole year. Um, he came for injury after Joe Milton got hurt. He still had 2,945 yards passing, 31 touchdowns and three interceptions, 620 yards rushing and five touchdowns. So the stats are there. He put it up in the SEC. He started the career at ACC uh, at Virginia Tech. Uh, should have played more there. Um, but, you know, he transferred to Tennessee to get a better opportunity and took advantage of it. Obviously, age is a factor. The injury is a factor. But he has the potential to be a starter in the NFL and someone that can, you know, sit behind Jimmy G for a year and then take over in 2024. 31 with the last pick in the first round. I have the Chiefs taking Ed Rusher. Felix Anaduke Uzama from Kansas State. He's been rising on draft boards uh, as of late. He's 6'3", 255. He's had 19 and a half sacks these last two years. They cut Frank Clark, so they're looking for someone to come and replace, replace that production, and I think Uzama from Kansas State can do that. Well, with that, that includes from my league episode. We're two weeks straight from the draft, and this will be one of the most chaotic first rounds in a long time. There's just so much uncertainty this year. Washington should have some good options at pick 16. But I could also see them train down for more picks. They could snack a top cornerback or a lineman if available, though. You could follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomaLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.